Lock 10 Brewing Company. Yeah, that's nice. I've never heard of that one. No, it's the one I picked up from uh, um, Aldi. Ah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Maybe a tad colder, but that is quite nice. I like that. And it's only 3.8. 3.8%. 3, 3. Yeah. It's good. It's the kind of drink you could have on a long drive. Sorry? It's the kind of drink you could have on a long drive. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, a, want, that's what I call a motorway drink. <laughs> you, you want more than one, though. <laughs> uh, right. I'm so, not so sure about the pink. Oh, no, I like that. Oh, I quite like the yeah. tin. Really? Yeah, yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I should have said salmon. Salmon, yeah. Pink. Salmon. <laughs> Salmon-y pink. I think that's good. What do you think? Well, we'll get Wayne's uh, little uh, appraisal of it, and then we'll, uh, we'll we'll crack on. What do you think to that? I'm a little wet. Well, I've got waiting for. Oh, you've, you're I'm into this. For, uh, let the oxygen get I'm out w- of it. I'm waiting for ice cream to to settle. I always end up you, taking you, the the uh, the froth off the top of mine. It never lasts. I think it's the way I drink it. You sip it off. Are the you top. a sipper? Yeah. No. I don't like getting my top lip wet. What happens when you shower? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that must be someone to drink. <laughs> 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 so do we have any uh, any music news oh well actually let's uh let's open into it okay Go open on. into it well greetings ladies and gentlemen welcome back to Listenerland. uh you're more than welcome uh in the grumps bar this evening usual suspects wayne as he sips on his beer uh, Louis, as he stares at Wayne sipping on his beer. Look at that wet top lip. Uh, no my better. good swarf, uh, why I have just sipped on my beer. <laughs> Sir Sipalot. Sir Sipalot. Uh, yeah, are we all very well this evening? Mm. We've very just well. been discussing very Louis, well. Louis oh, Holiday wow. circumnavigating Mont Blanc in the Alps. I know, they were there. <laughs> they were there. They were there, they could see. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> you genuinely, you did really one of those things like, oh, hello there, I didn't see you there. I didn't see you, know, you sat in the corner. You turn around on a chair. Oh, how, how the hell did you fit five, six million people in the corner of this bar? But you did. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, any news? Any news? Not news as such, but what I have got is... Not news as such? No. Well, it is a bit of news, but it's more of a story-ish. A story? Yeah. I come across one of the books that I've got. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't remember if I'd read it. And then as I started reading it, I realised that I had read it, but it was a long time ago. But I, was, I thought, well, I'm just going to finish it anyway. Okay. And there were two stories in there, and it's the Ozzy Osbourne book, I Am Ozzy, right, written yeah. by himself. And as I was reading it, there were, there were one of the things that made me laugh, but not in a... A funny ha-ha way, just as like, that could only happen to us. So the story goes that in 1971, just let me make sure I've got that date right. Uh, I think it was 1971. They were flying from either England to America or America to England. And halfway across Atlantic, the guy at Sidrim died. Only happened to him, can't it? Did he bite his head off? <laughs> no, no, and shoot in his pocket. Yeah, he died. So he contacted the attendant. As said, you would. I think the guy's dead. 
And she went, oh, right. So they did the, the, the tests on him and everything and attended to him. And he would die. He, he had died. So what they did is they propped him in the window seat with his head on window against <laughs> Shut the Shut up. This is what Ozzy says. Shut up. They propped him with his head <laughs> in window seat with What's his, that with his, with his head on a pillar and transferred Ozzy into first class and left him there for the last three hours at flight looking like he were asleep against window. <laughs> <laughs> I am not buying that. It's in the book. Well, it might be in the book. It's in the book. I've read that book, and I don't. I, I actually don't remember that. Yeah, and I, I just I couldn't stop laughing. I thought that's just typical Aussie that. If it's true, it is typically Aussie that. Well, I mean, yeah. how, how can that happen to anybody else? I don't know. And the other one that I also um, think when he was on tour, um, and the um, aeroplane crash. Um, I forgot. Gitarra's name. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Any opportunities? Shoehorn it in. It's not a conspiracy. Stop it. Uh, guitarist that died. Um, I forgot his name. Randy um, Rhodes. Randy Rhodes, yeah. So when he died, he says that <laughs> the, the pilot of the plane was actually the tour bus driver. He was, yes. And he was, he was on a, a ban for driving, uh, flying under... Uh, influence of drugs. Well, we all are. But, but yeah, but he was piloting it. So, so what he did is, there was, when they pulled into this stop, there were a plane. So he was taking the band crew round yeah, for a yeah. quick body. So he took Randy Rhodes up and he says, when the plane hit the, hit the coach that they were sleeping on, if it would have been another two foot up the bus, the wing that hit the plane would have gone straight through bed what him and Sharon were sleeping in and killed them both. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot about that story that's... Now, I'm, I'm sure there's other variations of no, that No, no, there's a lot about that story that is is desperately sad and coincidence of being unfortunate for a lot of people on that. Mm. And there's a lot of instances in that story that people are damn lucky Yeah, that they got yeah. away with it. Well, because he could have killed a lot more than the, the just just them yeah. on well, the plane. Well, he said as he hit it, he rolled. Yeah, he did a somersault and rolled into this bloke's garden and set his house on fire. And he went in to uh, to get this guy out, and he was an old gentleman. He was just shouting, "Get out of my house! Get out of my house!" And he's like, "Oh, you, you know, well, you've got a plane in your front garden. Your, your garage is on fire. <laughs> you need to evacuate your building right now." But he didn't realise it was Randy Rhodes' plane because apparently Randy Rhodes was absolutely petrified of flying. There's a lot about it that didn't make sense. He wouldn't. Really, because he, wasn't, he was frightened of flying. That's one of the reasons why they're on a tour bus. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what he said. But it was something to do with the... But it is Randy Rhodes' girlfriend or one of the women on the tour with him that had persuaded him, apparently, to go on the plane with her. I don't remember that bit. Yeah, I can see that being logical. But, but he said the wing hit where the door to the bedroom was. If it had been another two foot up the bus, it had gone straight through uh, bed what him and Sharon were sleeping. Because he, he he couldn't get rouse, he couldn't rouse him out of bed, could he? No, no. He, <laughs> I wonder why. What would have been doing? He didn't hear it. Wow. I just thought, oh, just yeah. two, two great stories, but both bad stories, but, really. But yeah. But the the the, the two story. The, the story, it's gone down in, in music history, that one, hasn't it? Mm. As, you know, it's a very famous story about the incident of Ronnie Rhodes dying and how it all came about and bits and pieces about it we don't really understand. But there's always something like that. When everybody suddenly dies, there's always something about... 
well, what if? And how come that? And there's always a bit of that involved, isn't there? But that one was tragic, really, weren't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I wonder what had happened had it continued. I mean, they made them two albums with Randy Rhodes, didn't it? And, and then... But he'd said after that tour he would leave it anyway, didn't he, Randy Rhodes? Yeah, he'd had enough, it, hadn't he? Yeah, he said he wanted to go back to do what he was doing. But it, it come from Quiet Riot. And they were a sort of, in America, the more of, we never heard of them over here, but in America, they'd, they'd really done the first, you know, like when Van Halen and, and Motley Crue and all them were hitting the scene at that time. They were really the first ones that did it, Quiet Riot. I think, I, I mean, I haven't made notes of this, so I could be mistaken on this one, but I seem to think that he was becoming quite into classical he'd music, always been into classical and he will he wanted to do something classical on guitar well yeah. let me that's, just uh, that's why he was leaving the band after that tour. one of his habits that he used to do when they go to a concert when they get like the and they, they weren't playing till, till nine o'clock at night they get to a city and he's he'd just drift off and, and go around and he'd look for some uh musicians or he'd look for some instructors or and, and he'd have some lessons classical lessons yeah that's one of his favourite things to do. Oh, probably. Because he wasn't a party animal. He liked to go and have some classical lessons on his guitar. It's funny you should say that, because one of the news stories I've learnt today is... <clears throat> I'm taking a screenshot of it. Ooh. Um, is that 84% of the general population want to experience an orchestral concert. New studies reveal. Oh. Now, OK, this is slightly skewed because it does come from Classic FM News. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but, no, this is a music podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, but, oh, yeah. Yeah, of course Classic FM is going to say that 84% of the general population want to experience an orchestral concert. So would you want to experience an orchestral concert? Yeah. No. No? What if it was no. Joe Bonamassa on strings? No, I didn't. Oh, like a puppet? <laughs> like a Thunderbird. I mean, technically, character. Joe Bonamassa does play strings. He does, yeah. On a yeah, guitar. No, I, I would definitely go to that. Yeah, I don't mind a bit. Yeah. yeah uh, do you know one of the best things I ever saw? We was in London and we was in Covent Garden. And a man fell over. And a man fell over. <laughs> no, and there was this little string quartet in the corner. How big were they? There was two midgets. Two of them. No, there was, a, there was a whole ball, two violinists. And... <laughs> I don't even think you can say hobo these days. And I, well, I don't think you can say hobo anymore. Why? Because it's confused as hobo. <laughs> um, there was a little quartet in corner. Yeah. Nice. And I was mesmerised by it. Because when you see... I, I love to see live music anyway. But when you see... It could be a bloke playing a piano. It could be just a, a solo violinist. It could be somebody playing a guitar. I don't mind. But this little... Quartet in corner, they were so good. It was, I don't know what they were playing, I have no idea because I can't tell you that's not my thing. But I enjoyed it, that's all that matters. But I, I was riveted to spot watching them. Did oh, you tip yeah, them? I could the sound yeah. of it, it was great. Yeah. Did you give them a tip? I, I did. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't eat your listener. Don't do that again. <laughs> no, if they were out in the streets, I'd have a, a squint at them. And, That'd be intimidating. I'd have a squint and I'd probably stand and watch them for a while. But if somebody said, do you want to go to, I don't know, or to and watch Mick Dougie Don't you, don't you think there's some boxes that you ought to take, or, even though they're not stuff. really on your probably bucket list? But you think, well, you know, I should actually look at that. No. No? No. There was that thing, weren't there, in the, no. uh, I think it was the early noughties or late 90s, maybe early noughties, where Pavirot, Pavarotti was... Um, 
he was collaborating with uh, contemporary artists like U2, James Brown. He was doing things yeah. in, in pop music, wasn't he? Michael and some... Bolton. <laughs> and the, the legend that is. The legend that is. Um, yeah, he, he was doing things like that, which I thought was interesting. And some of the stuff was actually really good. So there's um, there's a great U2 song um, called Miss Sarajevo, yeah, which was yeah. a single. And yeah. Pavarotti, I mean... I mean, I'm gonna. I know that's like opera, but I'm classing it as classical orchestral orchestral music. But it was very good. Uh, look, if you look before the three tenors came out, which is a few years ago now. What thirty quid? <laughs> yeah. Boom boom. <laughs> <laughs> before before that came out, when you got, I can't even remember who was it. Carrera, Pavarotti, and Placido Domingo. Well remembered, Jeff, and there's no notes involved there. Placido Domingo. Placido Domingo. He has wrote it on by one, by the way. <laughs> Placido Domingo's right there. <laughs> and that came out, and that was extremely popular. And look how, how many little groups of male oh, singers has come on since yeah. then. There's been loads of them, but that was the first one. Oh, some of these tenors are And they were fantastic. Voices. They were fantastic. Yeah. Prior to that, they were just... The only time you heard Pavarotti when he sang World Cup anthem. When football, the, what, oh, once every four years. Sorry? Once every four years. No, no. Do you know the one he sang? Yeah. I don't know what... Nesson Dorma. Nesson Dorma. Where was it at? I think it was... Was it Italy? Sounds so, about right for Pavarotti. What, what, what year was it? Well, Laura, Italia would have been 82. 82? Could, could that be too early? No, I don't know. I'm going to be guided by you on that one. It sounds about right. Maybe... I, I would have probably gone a tad later. 86, where was that? 86 was Spain, 78 was... Or was he still big? I was in like, oh, all yeah, the way? Yeah, he's, he's always, oh, he's always a big man. Over, over, yeah. I remember listening to an I interview. I think 86 was Spain. 2000 was, I think that was America. I could be wrong on Atlanta? These. Oh, no, that's uh, the Olympics, weren't it? That was Olympics, yeah. yeah. 2000, so 2002, better off. No, we're getting too late I, again then. I think I'm right in saying that Nusson Dorma means... None shall sleep. Well, you won't do him singing in Danny Rose, will you? With a voice like that. <laughs> big lungs. Big lungs. Big, big lungs. Yeah. Plenty I think of room. it means plenty, none shall sleep. Pl plenty of room for him. Plenty of room for lungs. Mm. That could have been a, an album title. But look how popular it came out of skin. <laughs> we, all, we all like that, though, don't we? You even you like that. Oh, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind listening to it. Three tenors and uh, is it Bolicelli and yeah, you know, people, Botticelli? People like that. I think they've got brilliant voice, unbelievable voices, yeah. unbelievable voices. But I couldn't. Botticelli, go... you could say, is blinding, right? Oh, oh. oh. Now, if, if I'd have said that, you'd have gone, oh my god. Is the it, thing is, is you didn't. It, and if it, you did say something, it would be highly offensive. He's <laughs> <laughs> here all night, and then he'll edit it out. No, but I, I, I don't think I could like go and watch uh, an orchestra. We, you know, like we know singing in just. People on violins and cellos. Well, not even know. if they're doing like Star Wars theme tune. I find mm -hmm. it extremely. Uh, I mean, they're very. They're, they are. It's not. It's not my chosen thing the to go and watch. People, and, no, and they're but, very, uh, very gifted in what they do. But it's just not me. It's, when you hear all them instruments playing at once, I think it's 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 almost it's it's. Um, <laughs> it's. I don't know what the word is. I'm looking for. Emotional. I mean, yeah, credit where credit's due. They are very, very talented people, but are very, very talented musicians, and and rightly so, in their own right. 
it's I don't think I don't think no, I don't think it's about that, Wayne. I think it's about the concept of all them meet people playing in unison and and they're all fulfilling that big space with, with oh, yeah. sound. I get that. It's, it's great. Just, it's just not me. It's, so, it's, oh, no, it's, it's all right. It's like going to a Spice Girls concert. What? You're talking in riddle. You're talking in tongues now. Isn't in the chord dumb. progression, or I'm probably going to get this wrong, but I'm pretty sure that, like, the turn of the last century or, or something like that, the thing that determines popular music is is the chord or the chord progression or the one four five and stuff like that because in classical music they don't use chords they use notes and melodies which are all interwoven so they're all harmonizing in different ways. Oh, you've and got me now on theory. And, and I think that's what it is. So when you when you talk about how it's moving, I think it's because oh, I, I think it's because it's a swell yeah, of, of yeah. melodies, the volume of it all. So you'll you'll have let's say a cello on string, a, a string based cello. And you'll have a trombone, let's say. I, I, I don't know how they compose it, but <clears throat> all these instruments are making up a note palette, mm. which you could call a chord. Um, and it's like a swell, isn't it? Now, the stringed instruments are actually really tremendously difficult to play. I mean, not only are they, are they not fretted, they, there's have to be certain ways that they'll hold the string. So I hold the, the, the bow, and it, they have to do front and back, back and forth, and it's all... It's tremendously difficult. And, oh, yeah. And like, I, I don't know what, how they do it. No, well, like I said... And the vibrato, they have to do it... Oh. They're the, the very, very talented musicians, but they just... Yeah, I just... I don't think I could sit there. Honestly, is there no piece of yeah. classical music that you've ever thought, oh, that's nice? What about the Hovis song? Like yeah, that's all right. <laughs> but I like, uh, I like to watch the advert, but I like, I like the old boy on bike, the living <laughs> bread. <laughs> but don't, is it, is it yeah, yeah this... this oh, Coronation Street theme tune. Star Wars theme tune, that's all right. Indiana Jones. Is that about as classical as you get? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not good for me. You should no. work on that one. No. No? No, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> Rejected out of hand, then. This is a segment yeah. we like to call... Wayne's not got time for that. <laughs> it's, not a new, it's not a new thing we've got. <laughs> We, we, were, we, were, we were talking earlier that we were approaching our uh, first year, first anniversary of doing this, and that was from the beginning. We, we yeah. ain't, ain't got, we ain't got time for that. We ain't got time for that. <laughs> I don't have a lot of time. I'm a very busy man. I'm always doing something. Crime waits for no one. <laughs> Absolutely. I have to put my Batman, my Batman vest on. You know how hard it is getting that latex? And <laughs> run round streets of Rotherham with my underpants on outside. No, that's not the first time you've done that. No, it's not. Probably not last. Well, I hope so. But today is the 1st of September. It is. 1st of September today. And on the 1st of September in 2011, Billy Joel Armstrong from Green Day yeah, got is. thrown off a plane... Oh. And was 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 not allowed to fly. Any any guesses why? I was drunk. Nope. Naked. Nope. He wanted to. No. Okay. He wouldn't turn his phone off. <laughs> no. He wouldn't pull his pants up. He was wearing his trousers too long. Oh right. Okay. Ah. Yeah. That, that... <laughs> So wow, that the prison kick, look. They kicked you. They they kicked him off at play and took his ticket off him. Good. Uh, that'll teach Which you. I thought were funny. I mean, well, I can't get on with that. I don't. I, I, I can't get on. 
As a statement, I can't even see, well, why, why is that working for you? That's just, it's uncomfortable. You, you want to make a statement, at least make it so that you, you're comfortable doing it. Well, Safety first, kids. Be comfortable do you know what whilst the, protesting. Do you know what the statement stands for? Sorry? Do you know what the statement stands for? What statement? The, Weren't where, it a prison thing? Wearing uh, your pants halfway down your bum. Or down to what your bum. it was just a fashion thing. What? No. Now. Are you going to say it's a cracking look? It is. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I've been told this of two people that are both Ex-cons. gay. And they have... <laughs> no! the, why? They are. All right, okay. And right. they've said they wear them... And I've, I don't know if it's just in prison or, or if it means it on the outside as well, but when they wear the trousers down to the bottom of the bum like it is, it means that they're single. <laughs> Rubbish. That's what they said. In, the in, single but gay. No, it, no. It, if when no. a man loves another man and they happen to be in the the the, the big house. No, the big house. The way to show the man who also loves another man I don't or is curious right. is to that's, well, that's what make the sure the shop said. is open. Yeah. <laughs> at, all, at, all, at, all, at all times. No, that's what they that's what they said. That when they wear them because they said, I don't know why. Somebody's this pulling is, your chain. Because remember. Not a lot of people have got time on their hands. No. Well, they said, I don't know why it's become a fashion, because in the gay fraternity, that that means that they are single. When, when the, well, when they're I out, can't argue with you, Wayne. When they're I out on town, or if you go into gay bars and stuff like that. Anyone went to no, find out? As it happens, I don't. Well, no, I'm saying, if you do do that, that's how they can tell when people are partnered up or not. Right. If, they've okay. got, if they've got the pants under under the tits, then the, the, they're married. If they've got them at the waist the, with a partner, and if they're, you know, halfway down the legs, they're single. So and it's not just music we're talking about, it's fashion. Fashion. The do's fashion and do's and See, this podcast covers everything. It does. Apart from Uranus. And I even <laughs> said the word without laughing. I'm so proud of myself. Well done. Yeah, you've done well. You've, getting, you've come I'm, on so much. I'm getting better. Yeah. <laughs> this would have been a bit a lot, a lot of ed- editing 12 months ago. Yes. Well, three weeks ago. But I've, gr- I've grown into it. Whatever. Unlike some of them that wear the pants down the trail, you know, they're yeah. to come up. But anyway, it got... So smaller. people use it now as a fashion statement, not really not understanding why it a- actually came about. yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So that's what they said, that they don't know why they do that because it doesn't... It's not a fashion statement. It means that they are single. Apparently. I just think it looks I weird. don't know. I'm, I'm sure somebody angle. may comment on that and tell me if I've been, you know, just had my leg pulled. I'm sure you will do. Um, but you will, it might... But the, who's going to disprove it? They might say, no, that is, is right. It is a... Um, it's not a fashion thing. On the subject of that, <clears throat> Lord of the Rings. Uh, <laughs> 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 now, uh, uh, Lord of the Rings, according to Sky News... <laughs> <laughs> uh, soundtrack has been voted the nation's favourite film music. Really? Yes. <laughs> Can you hum it? I, actually, I'm not a big fan of Lord of the Rings. What? How um, dare you? I can't remember I it, to be honest with you. I don't know it either. Do you know it? No. Oh. Do you know I what I found the biggest earworm in anything like that was? I've, 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 lo- I've, I've learnt to loathe Star Wars because it's just that thing that's been around for years and it just, just gets on your nerves now. Brilliant. But, no, it's not. It is. But, do you, know, do you know that Star you know, Wars? Sorry to interrupt. Star Wars. A lot of it was just based on the Bible. It's the it's the Bible. It's religion for geeks. It is. <laughs> it, like like it's a lot of it is just based on the characters are based on the Bible. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I get that. Where's you know, your, where's, this where's spiritually, this spiritually type person which, that appears. Which one in Bible is green with like red ears? <laughs> no, the, the presence of this Yoda, uh, you know, Obi-Wan that comes down and sorts them all out and helps them out. I can get that, yeah, I can get that. No, it's not that. It's the music to that that I, I get, get some my nerves. What about that recent thing, Game of Thrones? Uh-huh. I found that quite uh, earwormy. I can't remember that. I, I can't remember it at the moment. As but what? when it came on, it's, oh, yeah, it's that. And I, it's quite light. Did it not go... Um, ドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥドゥ
No? They're releasing a new album. If it's if you're going to say that it's going to be featuring members of the Beatles. I'm not. Oh, all right. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's going to be released. And the title of it is Hackney Diamonds. It's already been announced as Hackney Diamonds. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah. Hackney Diamonds. They ran an advert in Hackney... Was it the Hackney Chronicle or something like that? Hackney Press? Hackney Star. Hackney Star, was it? You've obviously got this bit of information. Yeah, I've read it. And it said, and it was given, it, 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 it was like a spoof advert. Get your windows fixed. Uh, get, them, get them done today, whatever. But it's actually, people thought, that's a bit weird. They've looked into it a bit more. And it turns out that it's the Rolling Stones subliminal advertising for their new album. Ah. And it's going to be called Hackney Diamonds. Windows. Hackney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hackney Diamonds. You get you get a free installation with every album. Free project. installation. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it original stuff or is it going to be covered? No, it's original stuff. Right. No, it's the first original stuff. They did a, you know, they did a blues album, which is obviously old stuff, yeah. rehashed and reworked. But this is completely new material. Okay, so I don't think they've done an album of new material since like eighteen years. No, has it been eighteen years? Eighteen it, years, apparently. Since the yeah. Yeah. What? Eighteen years? Wow. I heard, I heard a um, I heard a comment a few episodes back. Well, quite a few episodes back. We're on about critics, and I and my dislike of critics. I remember that one. Yeah, mm, we all remember that one. And uh, there's a, the person that I wouldn't name, but I'm going to name him tonight. Charles Shaw Murray. Now. As a critic, I still dislike the man. He got so much wrong and then fell into line because everybody else liked stuff. I don't want to get onto that high horse now, but as a music writer, I like him. When he's not critiquing things and he's just writing about music and writing about musicians, I like him because he's quite funny, he can be quite sarcastic and humorous, he's, he's, he's quite good. Um. So that part I can put up with me. And I heard him saying a funny thing about the Stones, and it was just recently, and he, and he said that he went on about it, it, the concept of a, a great band and a perfect band. Well, I don't think there's a perfect band. There's great bands. There's no perfect band. Isn't there a line from a stereophonic song about a perfect wife, but that doesn't exist or something like that? Yeah. Possibly, possibly. I don't think there's a perfect band. He claims that the Beatles are a perfect band. Well, if they're not perfect, why do they split up? Well, no, what his argument is, is if you take any element out of that band, you haven't got the Beatles. And I can sort of see that. If you take Ringo out, well, yeah, he was quite unique in what he did. If you take John Lennon out, I suppose the weak link would be George Harris. Nah, I mean, he had his, he was good. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, then I suppose his, his theory is right. It's the perfect band, isn't it? But what he said about the Rolling Stones was that if you take out, if you keep Keith, Mick and Charlie Watts, you've got the Stones. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the positions can be fulfilled by any one-bodied person that can fit the bill. Well, it's a bit harsh, I think, you? See, I think if you, if you kept Paul and Lennon in Beatles, you could replace other two. I don't think you could. No. I do. I don't think anybody in any band's irreplaceable. No, no, no not, not well, replaceable. Poor old Ronnie think, didn't, didn't get a look in on this one because anybody. he's been there over 30 years and, yeah, but, you know, I suppose what he does, a lot of other people could do. He hasn't written any hits, though, has he? No. He's not, he's not a big writer, so I think 
so in terms of when Bill Wyman left, <clears throat> now we don't know how con- how much he contributed to songs like, the, especially in the eighties when they were, they were using a lot more bass. I think isn't like under the thumb had a big bass rundown and stuff mm. like that, but. The Stones haven't really been chart relevant since the nineties. No, I mean they they have had some hits, but they've not like really been dominating like they were in the eighties and the early nineties. Yeah, well, it's uh, like he says, and if you get some competent warm bodies, you've still got the Stones if you replace. But as long as you've got to have Keith, Mick, and Charlie. But they could have said that when Brian Jones was alive, because he was the, the well, you could have he done. was the favorite. He was you the main have. writer, and everyone would be like, well, if. If you take Keith out, you've still got Brian. But I don't know. Yeah, I get what saying. Yeah, it's. But then again, like the Beatles were only what were they only together for seven years? I, I, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know. But it's like Gene Simmons or Kiss. He said, "Isn't it that Kiss can Kiss could go on for another hundred years because they'll just yeah the concept can because that's what they intend to do. They'll just it? keep replacing the existing members yeah. with other people." Yeah, because the costumes they can they can actually yeah. not appear on stage. Yeah, but Kiss will still be going when but James go out and play the music. Sat watching them on telly. He's, you know what I mean. He, yeah. People, I, I think that's true with any band. I don't think anybody is that high up the ladder that they can't be replaced by somebody. Mm. There's always somebody just as good or better than you out there. It's a cherry now. <laughs> well, yeah, well, really, yeah, you, you're right in what you say. I, I don't agree with possibly, he said one of the other bands that you could do it with is, is you too. I think if you could take The Edge and Bono, the just, other two could be anybody. Yeah, they could, yeah. I don't, well, you say that, don't you? But I like, just did. But we, like, but I, I don't think you could know enough about Bono. drumming or. or Basing that matter, like just because they're not doing like tremendous. Well, if you'd have said that before Charlie Watts had died, you would say, "Oh no, you can't replace Charlie." Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's difficult. It's a difficult one. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's there's a yes or a no to it. It's well, look just at it, Taylor. It fools. Who would have thought that he could have been replaced? And look at what they've done now. Yeah, yeah. He, it's, he it's came just on a, it's and, a theory, and it's and to be fair to you, him, you can't you, say it's wrong and you can't say it's right because it's one of them. It's an opinion, isn't it? Yeah. To be you, fair you, to Neil Drummond, the fools when they're played that gig at Glastonbury, um, you wouldn't have known that he wasn't there. I guess we're just looking for the characters, aren't we? And, yeah. and So let's say Aerosmith. You've got Steve Tyler and Joe Perry. They're the main characters of the band. The rest of them are sort of like quiet and let's say in the background. Yeah. They, have, they have huge contributions to the band, but they aren't, they aren't dating the public eye. So you find it difficult to imagine Aerosmith without Steve Tyler or Joe well, Perry. Look, do, do you know? they, they did that with Journey, the original singer. They replaced him with somebody off of YouTube. Were it YouTube? Yeah, yeah. And and if you listen to somebody, the, the new singer stuff... Steve you, Perry. You wouldn't know. Got replaced by... I can't remember the new guy's name. Oh, my Lord. But when you listen to the Arnell. new guy... Arnell, yeah. Arnell. If you listen to the new guy, you wouldn't know it's not Perry. Hmm. You're like... Well, Things as good as Perry at his peak. Yeah. So yeah. I, th- I think there's always somebody there that's either willing or there or thereabouts to come and step in. Somewhere around corner, there's a new Mick Jagger. Somewhere there's a new Elton John. There's always somebody somewhere that could come into a band and I, I think it could take the place. Now, I'm not saying they're going to be as good or as successful, but I don't think anybody in any band is 
not replaceable. Indispensable. They're all just you, Well, I, I disagree yeah. completely with what you're just saying because if you take Steve Perry out of Aerosmith, you haven't got Aerosmith. Or Joe Perry, even. Or Joe Perry. Or Joe what Perry. you're doing is Joe you're combining Perry. the two to make a super group. Steve Perry. Well, he was, he was with Journey. Steve, Sorry, I was, Steve I was Tyler. Tyler. I was still with... Yeah, yeah still Tyler. The new band's called The Perrys. The Perrys, yeah. And See, Kate, we do make mistakes. And Katie's singing. We? It was you. <laughs> so you've got, yeah. you've got Steve Tyler. Could. Take Steve Tyler out of the equation. You haven't got Aerosmith. No, no. But, but you could replace him with somebody else. Yeah, but you haven't got Aerosmith. Yeah, you haven't got Aerosmith. It's like, you, you, you can't replicate... Well, I mean, you can, a bit of big karaoke. Like, Steve Tyler, he's one on his own. He's one on his own. Yeah, he is one on his own. I know should you try and be someone else, you should you should own it like yourself. Like, the guy who does uh, Freddie Mercury, do you know uh, in Queen? I can't remember his name now. Adam, Adam Lambert. Lambert. He's not trying to be Freddie. No. He's just trying to be Adam Lambert. And he does a really good job of it, and they, they do really successful tours. Um, so somebody could come in and do Steve but, Tyler but, without trying to be Steve but, Tyler, but keep Aerosmith going. Yeah, that's, but, that's what I'm saying. They don't, I, I'm not saying they're going to come in and they're trying to copy him, but they're going to come in and be good enough to keep that band going for another probably that's a four or five years. Speaking or at of least Aerosmith, another two tours or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't. I, 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 just I suppose don't if you'd have asked me before anybody before uh, Freddie Mercury died, I would probably say. No, you can't do it. But Adam Lambert did. Yeah, did. And, and, and who would have thought that you could replace Freddie Mercury? And Paul Rogers did. So yeah, I suppose exactly. It just, Maybe it's, it's I so suppose your your there. argument shoots mine out at water. But yeah, but I, I can't see Aerosmith being not Aerosmith. If that. you asked hundred people, it's like taking Mick away from Stones, isn't it? Yeah. But they're not recording yeah. new material, are they? No. So that they're basically being like a a best of album, yeah, best yeah, of yeah. touring band. Yeah. But speaking of Aerosmith. Spotify sent me a lo- sent me a lovely notification the other day, and they were like, oh, "We've noticed that you're a fan of Aerosmith, and we thought we'd send you this." I was like, "Oh, okay, ten thousand dollars." Well, I clicked on it, and what it was is it was a pop up of a hoodie Ooh. with with Aerosmith on it. It's like you, we're giving you this exclusive offer to buy really an Aerosmith hoodie. It was a very basic hoodie, a black hoodie with Aerosmith yeah. logo on. Yeah, sixty pounds. Oh, what a, what a, how many did you get? I got fourteen. Absolutely, you can sell them at profit. Oh, sell them at eighty. That's I'll, not that's not a deal. That's not, I don't I'll, like that. No. I'll get eighty quid. It's not like they're a struggling. I don't band. like that marketing tactic. No. Yeah, but it's not like they're a struggling band. Like, I mean, I wouldn't anyway. No, but who's it, selling it? Aerosmith or it, Steve Tyler is is got a car boot sale. He's just trying, <laughs> it's just out for a bit of money. Look at like is American it, Idol. Is it what they call it? Inti on a Sunday morning crown. Yeah. <laughs> Shifting dodgy DVDs, <laughs> dodgy DVDs. So the the, the sto- going back to the Stones and the new album. Well, the new single will be called Angry. Angry, angry. Okay, yeah. All right. When's it out? Sixth of September. Oh, the new so single really? lands on the sixth of September. I'll be interested to hear what that's going to be. I thought you'd have been all over that. No, well, well I read no. that, or did I read it off? Did Planet Rocks or that? And now we're going to write it down. And I thought no, because lawyer already know about that. He'll he'll have come. Yeah, I thought it'd have been on that one. Well, haven't I shown you both? What else is going to be today, actually? (laughs) What else is going to be released today? I don't know. Oh, isn't it Joe Bonamassa? (laughs) No. From prison? No, it's not. (laughs) Does anybody know of any new music that's going to be landing today? Uh, I don't. don't, Not Today being the 1st of September, Friday the 1st of September. But this Um, will be when the episode is Royal Blood's new album. Is it? Fair enough. Excellent. I've not heard it yet. Okay. Is that the only one you know of? 
Well, I'm disappointed, Wayne. I don't mind telling you because you are I've, a big fan of Guns N' Roses. I am. Otherwise known as GNR. Great North Rail. And yet you don't know that their new single lands today. No, not heard that one. Yep. No. They're releasing some new music and there's a new album on its way. Yeah, there's another new What's album. What's it called? Welcome to the Care Home. <laughs> <laughs> it could well be. But the new single is called Perhaps. 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 Doesn't sound like a great line to sing, does it? Perhaps. It's a bit... Well, p- p- well yeah. it could be. Perhaps he... You don't want to. Perhaps he could, not yeah. Well, when you say new music... Ah. Oh, is that a cover? This is it? not off that Chinese one, is it? Um, Chinese Democracy. Chinese Democracy. No, this goes further back to the first album. Uh, they When they were recording... First album, Appetite for Destruction. Destruction. They recorded somewhere in the region of 26 numbers. Did they? And only put 11 on album. The rest of them got rejected because they wasn't good enough. Perhaps was one of the ones that wasn't recorded. rejected. So basically, 30 odd years later, (laughs) a lot of of years later, they're going to release this Perhaps track. Big and claim it's new music. I mean, they might have done a remastering, right? they might have done a reversion well, I mean, of it. Is it going to be any good? If they didn't release it 30 years ago, why exactly. are they going to release it now? Yeah, they didn't think it was good enough then. Times have changed now, people's had, opinions well, might I be... Had, I heard the all album is that. Sorry? I heard the the all, the new album is all tracks that's been... Yeah, there's, there's some from that period, uh, Appetite for Destruction, and there's some, some from, from the Chinese democracy. democracy. Yeah, that the... Uh, it's like because I think they did the same with that, didn't they? They wrote something like twenty-two tracks yeah. for it and put yeah. like and a lot nine of them recorded, the but they didn't. They didn't think they were any good. They did the same thing a couple of years ago, and the, the old school, new school, or something like that. They recorded, and they were from Chinese democracy. Mm. They were rejects from that period. Is this the album where he sings completely in Chinese? Yeah, sorry. Is this the album where he sings completely in Chinese? Yeah, about Parliament. Well, <laughs> they've just come off a very successful. I didn't tour. particularly like that album though. Mm. Uh, what 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 is and this, the claiming there's going to be some there's going to be some new music on there. I hope no, there is. I don't think there is. I, I hope to hear it. It will be interesting to hear it because you can't rehash music from albums that didn't from track, tracks that didn't make the albums in the first place. But if they don't say anything, we won't know because they're, they're unheard of tracks, aren't they? Some some geek will a lot. They will, it so will the come out. Oh, we've just it's, listened this last yeah, week. Yeah, it's, it's better that they're saying it now yeah. because it would come out, and then yeah. people would say, "Oh, really?" Yeah. And it would it would be I've, harder to argue I've against. Got a, I've got a funny feeling that that is what they're going to do. They're going to use unknown tracks from last. 30 yeah, they years are. I, well, I don't. I don't think you'll out, be on your own thinking that one. Fetch them out as a new album and say. Yeah, we've spent the last six weeks putting these tracks together. Well, yeah, you have, but you haven't been writing them. No. Well, they, they might say they're wrong. completely different to how we originally reimagined. They'll go down that route, shall mm. we? They might say it's the reimagined versions of the originals. So yeah. they'll class it as being new music. Yeah. So I personally won't be on with that one. I'll get you a listen. Oh, well, yeah, oh, yeah, get you a yeah. listen. Why not? Yeah. You know. be interesting to see if you can... Yeah. What he sounds like, because I wasn't impressed on him live. But you said he was yeah, totally good. different, wasn't good. he? When you're there, yeah. But that's drugs for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. it makes everything sound different. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. I don't know. Um, and did you the other thing I wanted to bring up? Wooden balls. <laughs> Thank you. Do you know the uh, Fleetwood Mac album? I was going to say, yeah. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. And the yeah. two wooden balls that are on display beneath. Don't tell me they're on auction, are they? They've been sold. Oh, good Lord. They sold them off. Who's bought them? Which pervert has bought them? Oh, I bet I know it is. Michael leg. Ball. <laughs> Michael. Bloody Ball himself. <laughs> Michael Bublé's bought it. No, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's good to Music Care Foundation. Oh. Oh, yawn, yawn. No, it's good to Music Care Foundation. Part of it is going to Music Care Foundation. But they've actually sold for how much? No, they're actually two wooden balls on, I think it's a bit of string. The, that was not what they was originally. They were actually toilet chains originally. Right. And, um, they were, and they were the hand, what you grab out of them, and when you flush the chain. $150,000. $150,000 for a wooden ball. Half a million. Half 500000 Come on. I don't know. 20 quid. $128,000. Right. Mm. So, oh, I wasn't far off. No, you weren't mm. far off. You're very close. That's not bad for me. No, good effort, though. You, I don't know. hang your head in shame. Well, I just, yeah. Well, I know it's not your thing, wooden hang ball. Your head, but hang your head like a wooden it, ball on a toilet tube. He used to wear them all the time on tour and stuff. So yeah, wooden balls? Like, he, yeah, he, used to, he, used to, he didn't just wear them for the photo shoot. Oh, no. He wore no. them all the time. Well, mm. they were his thing. It was a shtick. It was a... Is that why they called the song The Chain? I don't know, actually. It could be. No, 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 no. Plop. Blue. Oh, we've got a floater. So have you got any more? I do. I have one piece of news. And Wayne, Wayne, if we can wrap up, we can do it. Because we're on 53 minutes. We've got this. We've got this. You can do this. You can do this. Right. Action. Did you know that they might have rumbled who Banks is? Really? Do you know the graffiti artist yeah, Banksy? Yeah, the elusive yeah. graffiti artist yeah. Banksy. I think they know who he is, don't they? Well, there's a theory out at the moment, strong theory, that it's the lead singer from Massive Attack. What? Really? Really? Because a guy... His name's Banksy? A guy's filmed some guys coming out of a van and stuff like that, but Banksy always seems to do like a piece of work wherever they have been on tour. So it could be... The singer of Massive Attack, or one of the members, but it, uh, the rumor is going around that it's a singer of Massive Attack. Really? What I want to know is who's Banksy? How, well, do, you just, <laughs> how do you how do you contact Banksy when you, when you commission him to do a piece of work? I don't think he does commissions, does he? Does he not? No, he just does random yeah, bits. It, yeah. But he has a publisher, so the publisher must know who he is. But he's probably got a a way around that. But yeah, uh, the rumor is it's Massive Attack. And on that note, no, I've got a bigger bombshell. Go on then. Oh. You know the Monty Python thing. Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it? Did it yep. Do you know what it's called? Did it? Did it? The circus? Did it. No, it's called the Liberty Bell March. Bang. And on that note, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, 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 wait. Goodbye. <laughs>